I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the Get In Our Home series. This is the series designed to help home builders, homeowners, renovators, interior designers, and everybody in between to get inspiration and guidance from industry professionals, but also homeowners themselves. My name is Peter Kilmartin and in this episode we travel down to County Limerick to meet Anna and Leslie and their stunning newly built home. Don't forget that you can also see this home on the Get In Our Home YouTube channel. Trust me, the barrel roof in this home is absolutely stunning so you're going to want to check that out. This was such a good chat with the guys and they really do have some valuable advice. The guys actually went um, direct build or contractor led route. I can't thank the guys enough. It was just such a really, really lovely time and their house is absolutely stunning. So, um, Anna and Leslie, thank you very, very much. Without further ado, I started by asking the guys about where their home is located. We're right on the banks of the Shannon Estuary. Um, so, it's, it's kind of got the best of both worlds. We've got Limerick and Kerry and water. <laughs> and uh, you're a Limerick lady? I am a hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, my parents are from Kerry, so I was brought up as a Kerry person. And I've actually seen a tweet recently where it says, Dinner's too nice to be in Limerick, it should be in Kerry. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And all the locals hate me for it. <laughs> and so, did you grow up around this area? I grew up here, but I would always be a blow in. I came here when I was two. Um, and 38 years later, I will always be a blow wind no matter what. And I'm regularly reminded of that. So, yeah, it's, it's, I grew up here, spent my childhood, my teens here. Yeah. Oh, like very close to this site? Yes. Oh, OK. Yeah, but, very, very close, yeah. But, and um, when you were younger, did you always think, oh, someday I'd love to have a house on the top of that hill? Or Never, yeah. never. We were always, me and my friends, we were getting out of Glynn. Getting out of Glynn because there was nothing here when we were young. Do you know, it was pier for swimming and that was it. Isn't that a mad turn of events though to, to have that switch, you know? <laughs> Wasn't me, it was Leslie. <laughs> I get the blame. <laughs> yeah, so, so tell me then, so tell me, so how did you guys meet or what, what happened there? Tinder. Tinder, <laughs> Tinder was not even in existence <laughs> when we met. If Tinder existed, I wouldn't have been on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so we met in college. We both went to Limerick, UL and, uh, for college and we moved into the same house one summer and that was it. Brilliant, brilliant. And, and you mentioned then that you went to Dublin and you worked in Dublin for a couple of years. Yes, we both, we got jobs in Dublin and we moved on up to, and we lived in Maluth for almost about 10 years, was it? Nine, 10 years? Uh, about that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 lived a big city life. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah, in, in, in a small village that had massive traffic problems. Yeah. Um, had two kids, sold the house and decided, what are we going to do now? And like, it's really interesting, like, what, like, did you have a, was there a point there where you had a conversation where like, okay, we're definitely leaving Minute, like, we can't do this anymore, or, or was it, what, were you thinking about staying in Minute, or, you know, what was that conversation like? We you know, because there's probably people here that are, that have 
you know, relocate to their jobs with COVID and stuff and are thinking, maybe we could build down the country. What was your, what was your conversation like? Well, we were, I think we were undecided. And I probably remember the different day I do, but we were looking to rent a house for a year after we sold the house to give ourselves time to just figure out what, what we wanted to do. Um, but finding a place to rent became mm-hmm. just a pain. So yeah. then, then we just quickly made the decision yeah. to move. Then. It was made one, one weekend, wasn't it? Just one after, yeah. after not finding a place to rent for a few months as well, then we were just... Yeah. It was, well, now we were lucky we had the option to build here. My parents had land in various places, so we were lucky that we had various options open to us. And they'd always yeah. said if we ever wanted to, we could, but it was never on the radar, ever. Um, it was just one weekend. We were kid-free. We went to look at a house and said, what are we doing? We can do this at home for far less. Wow. When I say home, I mean here, we call it home, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but was that COVID that gave you that push? No, no, no that was, no. was way before COVID. Nearly eight okay. years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So since we've moved home, a lot more people have moved home. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 And, okay, so then t- talking with you, let's fast forward a bit then. So you decide you're moving back to Glynn, mm-hmm. you've got the Donegal man coming south. <laughs> what, 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 what made you decide to build a house? I suppose when we decided to move, we yeah, decided well, that we were I never think, going to yeah. not build, I think, once we decided we're moving down here. Would you agree? Yeah, well, we knew pretty much moving here that building was probably going to be the best option. Because you, you would, uh, there would be a limited, uh, mm-hmm. unless you move into maybe Limerick City, there would be a limited supply of houses to buy here. I suppose, yeah. Houses are in massive demand here, so when anything does come for sale, it tends to go quickly. Um, and what does go for sale tends to need a lot of work anyway, so you're looking at a renovation. Yeah. You know, so it's six of one, half dozen of another. And, and did you know um, any issues with planning around this area? Did you have any concerns there? You know, Didn't really have concerns here. We initially had gone through planning in Kerry, actually, over, just over the border. Um, and we were lucky we had planning sorted out. But there, there was very, very easy, um, even though we're not technically local. So sorry, this. just to confirm, yeah. this is a different site than Harvard. where we are here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we decided that wasn't home. Why? Just, it was a few miles away and we decided if we're going to live beside my parents, we may as well live within spitting distance, as I say. Um, so they're just down there. <laughs> and, and, and was that a huge waste of time or was that a learning curve? No, it was or? a learning curve, wasn't it? Probably a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you could say it was a waste of time, but that's just yeah, the, adding regrets where they don't need to be added. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. no, it was a learning curve. We knew we weren't going to be building the same house Yeah. because... It wasn't the right, the same size. So. And the site just wasn't right. Yeah. I mean, depends how you look at it. Like, but I grew up on the farm in the countryside, like, and you, we didn't walk to the shop. But I suppose that's one thing I like is this is a fantastic site because it's you think you're in the middle of the country, but the town is two minutes walk away. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't want to be driving to go to the shop for nothing. Yeah, you've kind of got the best of both worlds, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, the pub more like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're open. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it was, it was um, the planning itself was easy. So yeah, okay, so then, so you go, okay, wait a second, we're not living here, we're living this side here, and tell me about that process then. So did well, That you... process was complicated when my brother decided to move home as well. <laughs> oh. so, then there was two houses being built. <laughs> so first of all, we'd pick which side was going to which house. Yes. Uh, so that took a while of conversations, but it was, it was just sort of letting everybody figure out what it is they were looking for more than anything else. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we were lucky enough that we had a chap who's very good at planning applications. He had done my parents' planning many, many years ago and wow. he was still working. So he did it for us and he's very well regarded in the planning departments. So he knew what was needed to get it over the line. Yeah. Um, 
we were slightly complicated the fact that there's two sites and they would be classed as backland development because one house is going to be behind another so we yeah. had to put in planning in a certain way so that we were going to be guaranteed to get the planning and that. did you go with an architect did you go with just directly with an engineer very lucky to have an architect in the family oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. so my, my cousin um suzanne is an architect and she took the design actually for both houses so she she knew wow. what she was designing for the spaces um, so they were going to complement each other, but still be completely unique to each other. What's it like? I always find it really interesting when a family member's involved in a build. What's it? Yeah. If you think the house is big now, you should have seen the first draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. That's what it was like. <laughs> we had to size yeah. it down a lot. <laughs> Suzanne had a lot of fun with it, which I think was, was important. But, but, but I always think it's interesting. Like, what's it like um, with a family member? Like, you know, if you don't know somebody, you can, you'd can be very honest with them and say, listen, I don't like that. I'm not happy with that. How does that work, that dynamic with a family member? Did you, did you find things were okay. awkward? Yeah. Or, you know, especially for you, Leslie, because she, she's actually your relation. Did you feel like you might have stayed quiet or were you able to have that, you know, listen? i say I probably could do it maybe better than Anna yeah. could do it yeah. because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, actually, she was okay to deal with yeah. I mean, Once we could get her to just make the house a bit smaller. She will be watching this. <laughs> <laughs> But 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 um, in terms of design, it's such a stunning home. Yeah. Like the, the 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 barrel roof and the upside down feature. It, it's a really unique mm-hmm. home in that sense. Was that something that really appealed to you when you seen the plans and drawings? I'm sure that was quite exciting. Well, right? the first thing that I had, one of the first things I said to her, I can't, my memory isn't that great now anymore. But it was the house has to fit the site as opposed to plunking a building onto a site because it's it's a small hilled site so we knew there was going to have to be a little bit of creativity going into it um, and also the fact that we are close to the village and there are houses around us and my parents are nearby so it kind of had to fit that was the big thing for me um, we wanted it to work for the family yeah and, and your parents were, were, were they looking at the, the drafts and going a barrel roof you know what I mean <laughs> Why not build a square box then? Like? You, you know, you know. They've been very supportive. <laughs> uh, no, in fairness, they do. They, I mean, they've, they've been through the building process themselves. Okay. They designed their own house that Brilliant. they're living in now. Um, but they were, like, we passed everything by them. In fairness, we, you know, what do you think of this? But they were like, it's, it's your own decision. It's whatever you want yourselves. And it took me a while to kind of go, we're ruining a beautiful field. Um, but yeah, we've got no. But push. there's a beauty in the in the sense that you are so close to home, mm-hmm. and you are where you grew up, you know. Yeah. And then your kids are going to experience that too, which is, I love that. Yeah. Um, Self building versus building. Why go with a builder? Because we're not builders. We're not builders in full time jobs. I mean, just don't think it's practical. Was there ever a conversation around cutting costs to go to self build route? No. We, no. knew, we knew from the minute we were planning even to design a house that was going to be a contractor, the building contractor we went with, because we don't have any contact in the trade. No. Um, sure and we both work full time. You know, it, it just, it made sense to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I, plenty of things we'll do ourselves, but not, not the house. When the, yeah, house, when the yeah. house is finished, you can see there's jobs running outside, like, but yeah. not and, the structure. So. And like, like, how did you get the builder? Did you find that hard? Were you asking local lads for recommendations or... Do you know, because yeah. there's a lot of stories about cowboy builders and stuff. How did you manage that? Because that, that's probably the biggest decision you have to make. Yeah, it kind of makes the rest of them then, like, you know. And, you know, once we, we got an email of a few different local guys and... We, we, we kind of had we, a good we, feeling about we the builder we went with, yeah. we, even before we had chosen them. I mean, we met with two or three builders. Mm, three. And yeah. Three we met and then just had a conversation. And before we even had planning, no, no, we met with Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
just got a good feeling about him. And he's built a lot of Fair. houses in the area, so we were able to go in, like even yeah. his sister's house is up the road, so we were able to go straight in there and see various features that we were thinking about that he had already done, already done yeah. there, yeah. Um, practicing in his sister's house. Um, That's brilliant though, and, and did you find that the quotes were quite similar from all the builders, or was there ones that were spiking way higher than others? They were all fairly similar. They were fairly similar, but, but when we drilled into Michael's one, it was well priced out. Mm. He so really thought about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he wasn't the cheapest, but he actually had covered things better. Yeah, yeah. so when we, we asked, we, we, we sent all of the quotes sheets saying, can you tell us the exact, each line item, can you split out the price as per things, like you know, the zinc roof and various elements. And he was, I think he was the only one that had actually priced more or less everything, bar, I think it was the plumbing and the electrician, were the PC sums, so to speak. But yeah, even at that, we were able to get a quote from the electrician. You know, when you were going for a quote, did you have to get a bit of quantities from a QS to go to the builders? How did you, obviously you had an architect in the family, did she help with? So our architect is also a qualified quantity surveyor. Oh, so really? we had told her what our budget was and she was designing the house with that in mind. Oh, so we okay. didn't get a bill of quantities. We pondered it on occasion, whether mm. we would or not. Um, and at that point we went back to the quotes that we had and we said, right, give us the various line items. And it was glaringly obvious at that point then that our, the builder, Michael, had priced out yeah. things that others hadn't. They just had estimates in, and we knew that's where the danger period is going yeah. to be, particularly yeah. when estimates were quite lower than yeah. his price. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, yeah, it was yeah. a no-brainer at that point. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. So you give him the green light, you go in for planning. How did planning go on this side? Oh, we had planning at that stage, but we yeah, had we, we had planning at that stage, yeah. So we got planning, and then we went and we got the quotes Okay. Um, so that we didn't have to... You know, we weren't going chopping and changing things. Yes, yes. Um, but the planning went very straightforward. I'm from Glynn. I grew up here. I went to school here. You know, I had, yeah. we, we even got married here. So we had lots of letters. From we, were already, we, were already we were already living here. We were renting a house. We had kids and schools in yeah. the area. So yeah. we were able to show. And because the house is actually built inside the village perimeter, so inside the 50 kilometer zone, inside the town zone, uh, we didn't need to show local needs, even right. though we were able to show local needs, yeah. but it was irrelevant because that's where they want you people so to build. Close. Yeah, yeah. If you're inside in the town limits, you can, you'll get planning permission without local needs. Brilliant. And did you pass first time? Was there any amendments or any... any... Pass first time. We did have a pre-planning meeting because oh, okay. of the scenario with regard to my brother building as well, at this, at going for planning at a similar time. And did that help you? That made, did you learn anything from it? Might... We learned that they knew that they liked the house, the design. They, were, they weren't afraid of it. They really liked the, the, the design features. They did ask us to drop the ridge height, which we kind of knew ourselves anyway, mm. uh, to keep it more in keeping with the houses around the area, yeah. which was fine. Yeah. Um, that was about the only change that they kind of suggested at the pre-planning meeting. Yeah, they just commented on That was it. Um, they commented on the floodplains because there's a small river that runs down the back of the hill here. I mean, if if, if it ever floods here, the whole of Glen Village will be submerged. It will not exist anymore. Yeah. So, <laughs> but we were able to go back and show that no, this is not in a floodplain. Just a random question. Without it, yeah. Do, do, is it harder to get insurance because you're so close to the river? No. That's we're not in a floodplain, so it's fine. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, and it's never flooded, so, so right. that's fine. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so you get planning, you go into the build process. What was that process like? You know, did it start off all guns blazing? Was there a lot, um, you know, was there a lot to do with the start? Were a lot of questions to answer? Or was it kind of like, here's the plan, Mr. Builder, see you in 12 months time? Or, you know, how, what was that like? You've had lots of questions every day for Michael. <laughs> yeah, I thought I asked lots of questions, yeah. Um, he liked answering them too. We took, a, I suppose yeah. we took our time, we didn't rush it. So, I mean, between planning and starting to build, it was 
a year and a half, I'd say. Yeah. We took our time just and got the various coats off a few different guys and then went with, with Reedy's in the end. Um, yeah. And it was down to availability of the builders too. You know, I mean, they were busy at that time. You know, they, were, they were very, very busy. So it was all down to when they could start. Yeah. And even though, even though you have planning, like, I mean, when we were talking to the builder and the engineer at that stage, we were yet to decide, are you block building? Are you doing timber frame or, or ICF, ICF yeah. or whatever? Like, so, I mean. Oh, and what did you go in the end? We went with block. And um, was the builder, did he have influence in that? Was he saying we should probably, probably a little bit, yeah. yeah. We'd asked it as, as advice. He'd yeah. done both and he just felt block was probably the way to go yeah. for us. Really? Yeah. Like, I mean, but it was, it was, we just sat on that, on that one, we asked around. Um, but we literally told him to get cracking. They cut the hay first. The field was, was needed to have a take cut. <laughs> and that was the last day you ever got off. Yep. <laughs> um, with, with the roof, um, guys, is, is there much that has to be done structurally to support that? Or, or what's the difference between that and the normal roof? Forgive me if that's a ridge. Zinc question. roof. Um, like, I mean, the, the curve. The curve. Not, not a big difference, I suppose, but there's a steel frame in this one, all right? Yeah, you could, yeah. You could do it without it, I suppose. But and wouldn't it be a lot cheaper to do it without that roof? The, it's steel? Like, no. say, if you went with a normal pitch roof. Pitch roof. Uh, yeah. It'd be a bit cheaper, all right? Yeah. <laughs> would it, would it be, yeah, yeah. We don't know because it didn't price up normal roof. Okay, it was always <laughs> going to be the, the curve. Yeah, yeah but that, that curve roof would be quite expensive. Yeah, yeah. right. And we but went with zinc. Yeah. That's more maybe to do with the zinc. Than anything else, yeah. right? Then the you, you could the, the you, you could save probably you could save probably I don't know twenty or thirty thousand if you didn't go with zinc and went with an oven material. But you probably get my feeling is you get that back because the zinc should have a longer life. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you might Not save the, you might save the money now, but you'll be re-roofing sooner than. And who wants to re-roof? So. Yeah. Like I mean, and we're also in a in a coastal area now. It's it's a bit away from the Atlantic coast, but there is salt in the air, so yeah. we have to be mindful of that too. Yeah. yeah. And like, even even with the roof itself, that 20, 30 grand is probably negligible over the course of 30, 40 years when you yeah, think of exactly, it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you yeah, divide yeah. it out. Like, yeah, yeah. To be um, honest, the curved roof was staying, it, but there was no, there yeah, was no, I, no. I, I think that's important. Like, I, yeah. we, we spoke to a couple of architects and they'd always say, you know, what's the point in designing this lovely house and then cutting back everything so it just becomes yeah, a normal yeah. house? Yeah. You know, you may as well keep something that keeps it yeah, unique well, to you. Suzanne did say that. She'd done this before for others and that they all disappeared. Yeah. All of the curves disappeared. Yeah. Uh, so we're her favourite clients. Yeah. <laughs> she has to say that. <laughs> what, what, just give me a rough timeline. So when did you break ground and when did you get it? It was... It was two years. Two years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, two we had, years. We had, we had COVID, COVID in the middle of it. Yeah. COVID hit the yeah. middle of it. Yeah. Yeah. So there was so lockdowns so, yeah. and such downs. Yeah. yeah. And, and did COVID have a big hit on you? Six months anyway. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it had an impact. Yeah. I mean, there's no two ways about it. It, it had an impact. Yeah. And, and even in terms of speed of things. Just and the materials. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. I mean, we were lucky when it happened that certain things were done already. If yeah. they hadn't been done at that stage we would have been facing further delays because yeah. materials would have been harder to come by so we were at a point where it wasn't as as impactful yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. how did you find tradesmen and managing trades what did you take builders recommendation on everything or was it you were finding guys as well or how did that work we used the builders recommendation on everything bar the plumber mm. and that's because we wanted to use a local plumber who has worked with them in the past so they know each other yeah. yeah but we went with the plumber but he still the plumber still then was managed by the builder, the, builder the builder managed it all yeah we just told him who to use on the plumber side everything else we went with the builders and how up, and up until the point the kitchen and yeah. kitchen yeah. and tiling and painting 
Yeah. We organised ourselves like that. And how did you find um, going through the build? Did you find this strange coming and the builder like doing things? Like, I always find it weird, like, because self builder, he's there, he's making every single decision, he's really there. Like, what was it like for you? Like, was the builder ringing you the whole time saying, well, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Or was he doing a lot of that himself? How does that work? Well, if he, he had rang, a question, he rang us. He rang, probably nearly rang every day, I would say, yeah. 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 Rang or he called up to the house that we were living in at the yeah. time. So if there was things like the slates to be picked, he'd bring up the samples and we'd pick them. Yeah. Um, oh, so that was handy that you were quite close. Yeah, we were, we were just, we were just a mile home. away, so he was able to nip up and it was actually on his route home, so it was very easy. Um, but yeah, no, he, he would call every day. If there, was, if there was ever a question, he'd ask. He never just assumed. And half the time, the answer back from us was, well, what do you suggest? And even, even, <laughs> um, even if he thought something about the design, maybe just didn't quite make sense to him. He'd ask, so I mean, the living room, the, the partition between the living room and the kitchen was supposed to be about a metre and a half that way, and he just didn't think it fitted the space. And we, when we come down and looked at it laid out on the ground, then we agreed with him, yeah. so we moved it. He sprayed it out on, on the slabs to show us the size of the living room, and he was like, you're going to have trouble furnishing this space. But because, it, because it's a different level floor, we couldn't have made that decision afterwards. Yeah, so it was yeah, good, it was so good he that he, the main, yeah. he, he decided that like at foundation stage. Wow. He was thinking about what couches we were going yeah. to get. Wow. So he was, wow. he was really clued in, really turn, you know, knew what he was dealing with. But and was thinking about yeah. it all the time. Like. But that's the asset you can really get if you get a really good builder. Mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. you're, getting, you're, not, you're not also paying for service, but you're paying for his experience. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, that you're getting that knowledge and wealth of experience, yeah. which is invaluable. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have to ask those sort of questions, no. but he knew that he, if he didn't, we were going to probably either be disappointed or we'd need to change it. Which would be more work for him anyways. Yeah. 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 But it was better to preempt it. Tell me about your stairs. Stairs. <laughs> My stairs. I absolutely love it. It's just, it's so unique. It's absolutely yeah. stunning. And I hope you don't paint it. <laughs> well, Amanda <laughs> says I have to paint it. Amanda Bowen said we have to paint it. <laughs> um, so the stairs, yeah. Um, how do we even start that? So we were using the stairs person, that the stairs manufacturer that the builder recommends and uses on really all of his buildings. Yeah, um, he's just, he, he's, he's, he's an artist really, I think is the best. We've been to his workshop and mm. it's just something else, seeing all the timber and everything. He's done everything, except he's never done the stairs like that before. So I, we had gone onto Pinterest. I say I, I had gone onto Pinterest and house and online and <laughs> I didn't want an open tread stairs because I didn't like them. I don't like stairs. I'm not good on stairs. I fall down stairs. <laughs> um, ended up with an open tread stairs. I wanted the chunky look. I wanted the treads pushed in really. I wanted to have it looking like it was, it was the steel frame without the steel frame cast. And I wanted the staircase impact at the base of it without it being traditional because it's obviously quite a contemporary space down there um so we went to him showed him the photographs on the phone and that's what he created oh, oh like, what did he say was i've never done that before mm. we'll see what we can do yeah yeah mm. and that was it that was it. it that was it we we sh anna showed him a few photographs we showed them and we, ta we talked about it there was never a sketch nope it was all in his head um what a craftsman oh yeah 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 and he has a group of lads working from that are they're nice people, like they, they came in and well, Was that a local company? Yeah, just yeah. A, what, 15, 20 years ago. They're yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, outside the country. Brilliant. Countryside in the Rathkeel, yeah. Um, but yeah, he just, I mean, I, we didn't know what was going to turn up on the day. We knew the treads were going to be deep and thick. We knew the base was going to be the way we wanted. We did not know what weight the strings were going to be, if they oh, were going I to be, how wide it. they were going to be. And that was as far as he could push them in. He'd never done it before. And I just, it's exactly what we were looking for. Wow. 
what, what, a, what a lucky, lucky guy to get, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. He wasn't lucky, afraid but, of it. Yeah. Lucky, but it also, I think, um, I'm probably repeating myself, but the builder, mm-hmm. Michael, um, he only works with good people, and I think that's reflected in that. Yeah. That's not to take away from the, the stairs guy, but Michael's recommendation to use this guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It gave so us, us confidence. confidence. Yes. We'd yeah. already been working with Michael for quite yeah. a while at that stage, and if, he, you, would, yeah, if yeah. he was saying to go there, well, then that was good enough. Yeah, yeah. If, if Michael recommended something, we knew we weren't going to be let down by it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then going through the build, did, was there any parts that you enjoyed? What, 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 what was it that you were doing that was quite enjoyable? Because I know the interior design thing can be a lot of fun for some people. I think that we enjoyed the majority of it. Making the decisions was, I mean, seeing the progress. Like, yeah, I mean, you don't want to talk about interiors. <laughs> so once the house was built up, he just, I just point and tell him what to do and he's quite happy to do it. <laughs> Not right, dear. Sounds um, about right. I mean, I can't pinpoint one particular thing that I liked. I liked seeing the stairs going in because I don't use ladders. So it meant I could actually get upstairs inside the house without having to walk all the way around out the back. So that was good. Um, just seeing the spaces come to life was, was cool. Yeah. And um, what stage was the house like when you moved in? Was it like half semi-finished or like, you know, were you in a mad rush to get in for Christmas or no, what time we, of year did you move we in? We did not put a rush yeah. in ourselves. We moved in June. in June. Okay. We, we had made that decision. We did not want to be rushing in for a particular festive season or anything like that. So we moved in in June. Um, at the end was a mad rush, no matter what way it was going to be. We could have taken another two weeks and we'd still have been mad rushed to get in. Yeah. Um, you kind of reach that point where you just want to be in it. The house was painted and it was floored. We had cardboard on the windows for blinds in our bedroom. The other rooms had blinds. The kitchen was in. We didn't have a worktop for a week. That was it. It was pretty finished. It was pretty finished, yeah. 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 Um, and what was that uh, two, three week period like? Was it mayhem? Really, really busy. Just busy, really busy. Yeah, yeah, busy. I, I remember my mum was asking me, what can we do to help? And I just rang her one day and I said, right, you can feed us for the next two weeks. Because I don't want to have to think about lunches for the kids or dinners for the kids and for ourselves. Just feed us. What did she say? She fed us every day <laughs> for two weeks. And I think she looked forward to the day she didn't have to do it anymore. <laughs> but that was a huge help. It meant we weren't going for takeaways. It meant we weren't just eating cereal for dinner. Because it's, it's full on. Like It was yeah. busy and, and you I, need I to be able to focus on it. A lot of um, back and forth between where you were and yeah. where you were moving stuff yeah. and yada yada yada. I think that was one of the best feelings was not driving up and down ah. to yeah. the house. Actually, street. do you know what? That was, I don't know if stressful was the right word, but it was just so busy up and down and up and down every day to check progress and see what's going on. I was tired of driving up and down. I, mean, I, was, <laughs> I was glad that you just stopped. Yeah. Yeah. How did the two lads like the new house? They love it. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's, it's hard to get a reaction out of them at the best of times. Ah, but they don't. You just knew about yeah, it. They, yeah. They, yeah. The freedom. They love the freedom. Yeah, but as soon as we were in here, it was like as if they'd been here for ever. A, yeah, a, yeah. Ages. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like we've always been here. They took us. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They um, took to it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, they and they knew the spaces, and I suppose they saw it growing out of the ground too. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean. It, it was, it, it's, it's like we've always been here. And because they were quite a little bit older, would, did they have any involvement in, in, in the build? Did they make any decisions <laughs> on their rooms or anything yes. like that? They were allowed to pick their rooms, they were allowed to pick their lights. Adam has, has, has sweet-talked the garden designer into putting a climbing wall outside there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's a climbing wall on the garden right. design, whether it'll ever it's happen It's easy now. for the designer, <laughs> designer to put it in paper, somebody has to put it in the wall. Um, <laughs> yeah, so 
did they, I mean, we had the design fairly clear cut. I mean, at the end of the day, they'll be leaving us. <laughs> we'll stay in here. Um, and we have, we did put like a den into the house where they could have their PlayStation and their friends over and put a it's glass. It's great for them to have their own yeah. space as well. Yeah. Yeah. We did put a glass door in it so they can't hide those. <laughs> <laughs> I never asked, um, what square foot is this house? Big. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a few minor changes along the way, so I can't tell you exactly, but... If I exclude the basement, you're about 3,200, 3,300. Yeah. You can tell though, you can tell. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. is, it is yeah. hard. Um, were, there, were there any areas tried to build that you cut back on or you tried to save a bit of money or anything that, you know, you, you tried to say, well, if we do this, we'll definitely save on X or Y or Z. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we decided to do the utility fit out ourselves, which yeah. meant we could yeah. have what's behind this done by a company yeah. but, um, but so none, none of that was after after we started sort of by the time we'd started we already pretty much figured out how much you're going to be spending how like, much yeah. we're going to spend yeah. much what the builder was going to do and what we were going to do ourselves yeah. afterwards yeah yeah, yeah. and did um, actually did the builder's price change at any point was there any extras or hidden surprises there was no hidden surprises minimal he, he any Very anything minimal. that was that any few changes or pricing there was a lot of stuff we decided to do so and they were priced and included in the next stage payment. Nothing was left to the very end. Right. So, I mean, the last stage payment was smaller than we expected. Right, right. Kind of surprisingly for some reason, but it just, it ended up being, you know, well, the, there was no surprises the at the end. Was which is pretty much bang on. on yeah. Yeah. Which is great to, which yeah. is great to hear. Um, what is the story with the kitchen? So, you went with a kitchen designer? Yes. Tell me. So, we went with a place called Vaughn's Kitchens and the family have had a kitchen manufacturing company for, oh, I, I don't know, I'd have to ask, maybe 30 odd years anyway, right. a long, long time, because I remember them as a kid. And one of their daughters is now the kitchen designer, but she's, she's actually, like, she's studied it um, in interior design. So she does the designs and her brother and her father do the installation and manufacture, and they have a huge team of people working for them wow. as well. So, yeah, so I went to Jackie and I said, right, help, we need a kitchen. Because <laughs> obviously this is quite a large kitchen space, yeah. so you need to be smart about what you're doing with it in yes, terms of yeah. layout. And, and we have a curved ceiling to think about as well, so you need to think about all sorts of... So what of was that conversation like? You know, I'm sure Leslie was very involved. He wasn't in involved thing. at all. <laughs> Not at that stage. You came to the finishing, but only under duress. <laughs> you had I knew what I was doing, yeah. Um, well, in fairness, you actually had the design roughly in your head yeah. before you went near them, and that's... Close to what it is. It helps reason. that we both are quite kind of visual, so you like to play around in AutoCAD from working on it. Like so anything that needed to be designed and drawn, Leslie was able to do it, sort of things like the garden walls. And I'm also quite visual as well, so I, was, I went on to Home by Me, the website that you can build out your house in 3D. So I had spent, I think, months of my life playing with that. So I had a fair idea in how things were going to work and how they were going to be laid out. Um, I mean, and it's limited what's in a kitchen. There's a fridge and a freezer, if you want the freezer. There's a but dishwasher, there's a sink, and there's a cooker. Do you know, it's... Like, like what's interesting is you went with the island to the centre, but you, but you, you kept it blank. There was mm -hmm. no sink, there was no cooker, something in the middle of it. As my father says, it's big enough to lay him out on. <laughs> I kid you not. That's the first thing he said. <laughs> I have mental pictures that I would prefer not to have. Um, so I had originally put the hob in the island because I thought, okay, nice and social to be able to cook when, you know, people are here and then COVID, of course, but anyway, and the designer advised against it for a couple of reasons. One of them was the vaulted ceiling and an extractor system. Do we end up going with a downdraft, which then means there's no cookers with gas with downdraft extractors. We'd have to go for one of the pop-up ones. And did you want gas? 
Yes, okay. I was adamant we're having gas for cooking because it's just what we use and what we like. Um, yeah. And she also recommended staying away from it because of the amount of space it takes up in the island, that by the time you'd have all of the various elements of your hob in the island, you'd lose about two thirds of the space, storage space. Of the island itself, like, yeah, yeah. 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 So we just took what she suggested. She recommended we, put, we move the, the hob to the, the wall have, and that was it. Would you have any advice for people there, like um, kitchens are such a big thing. Mm. Should you be going with the kitchen, going to the kitchen company, going to the kitchen company with an idea in your head or should you be going with, I don't know what I want? It depends on the company. We found that that kind of a struggle well, at I times. I think there's, there's a bit of a gap in terms of the kitchen design because a lot of the kitchen companies won't want it out until you're actually signed in. Locked into Until the walls are built yeah. and you're ready to actually go with them and start, which is nearly too late. Start getting ready for the kitchen design and then manufacture. Like which is, you should be thinking about that before you even do planning. Because you might have one on a window or you might on a wall somewhere. Exactly. So it should be. Yeah. It, yeah, you're right. There's, it there should be done at planning. There seems to be a gap yeah. there for kitchen design that somebody could do design in kitchens. Maybe not. Maybe not even the same people that does the. I would recommend not to be the same manufacturer because then you're not tied into what they're providing. Yeah, because um, like that, I mean, as you say, you might have a window to put somewhere, or maybe you want the wall to be a little bit different yeah. to change something but to suit the kitchen. change by the time they're coming back. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, even down to where you're putting sockets and wiring for various elements. Mm. Like our kitchen designer, when she sent the final plans for sign-off, they included electrical positioning, but it was too late for us because we had already gotten that done. So yeah. we had, I had to send it back with the amended where the various bits that, and pieces were. It wasn't too far off. But it, it would be common though, because yeah. John's house was the same. Like, yeah. the, kitchen, the kitchen drawings or installation was happening long after you were able to change sockets or anything like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like yeah. even just moving a door architrave a few millimetres, mm -hmm. you know, that, that's easy before the door goes in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you went with a pantry. Yes. I'm sure you I was having that. a pantry. It's my yeah. favourite room in the whole house. <laughs> the hidden pantry. Yeah. Um, we wanted a pantry for a number of reasons. One of them was to keep all of the food in one place. And the other one was the fact that we wanted to have no heating in it. Because having lived with underfloor heating in the house Sorry, we were renting. Sorry, what about the fact of hiding mess? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it doesn't get that messy, surprisingly enough. You can see everything. That's yeah. the big thing. Yeah. Things aren't buried in yeah. presses. And you don't have to be bending down looking for them yeah. and rooting through stuff. Everything is there in plain sight. Love that. Um, and it tends to stay quite clean and tidy, actually, yeah, because of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, because there's a place for everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it keeps the food fresher. Did you, did you always have the pantry in your head or was that something that the kitchen designer brought up? No, I always had the pantry. Okay. Yeah, the pantry was in the drawings of the house Brilliant. that I gave to the kitchen designer. Brilliant. It was just how we got into it was going to be down to her. What's one thing you wish somebody had said to you before you started your build? I see, I think that's a funny question because I think no matter what anybody did say or would have said to us, we wouldn't have heard it. I do think when you're at that point, you kind of have to do it yourself before you realise, oh, we should have done something else. Um, <laughs> I suppose our builder did ask us if we had an electrical yeah, plan. Well, okay, but, I mean, that and the advice really... we got was, oh, there's no need, we don't do those normally. And in reality, we should have got an electrical plan. And when you say electrical plan, you mean locations, sockets, sockets, locations, switches? And lights, yeah. And, everything and you didn't do that no and what was the result of not doing that extra stress <laughs> <laughs> um finding light fittings to suit where the light fixtures were and working around those as opposed um, to yeah as opposed to Having telling the where where it was going and knowing exactly i mean it's hard to put everything together yeah. um yeah. 
I think just getting the advice from someone who's maybe thought about this a number of times and has gone through it themselves or is an expert in that area. I mean, it's just one of those things. We did a walk around, which is the traditional thing with the electrician who just sprayed stuff on the wall and, you know, it's, um, things get missed. They just they get they, yeah. they get missed and yeah. you don't see them necessarily till it's too late as well. And yeah. Just I think the advice of somebody else for that would have been quite useful. Is there anything during the build that you would change or you would, would have done differently? Any like little niggly bits or something that you might have moved or? I'd say stupid things that I know and just think are ridiculous, like, but it's all very practical. Like, like what? And the plant room is just, just a tiny bit too big. Yes. Small. Small, yes. Yeah. Well, we actually the, had that bigger. The, the heat recovery is about a millimeter clearance. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but that, like, yeah, I suppose we, we, we made the plant room slightly smaller to allow what we call the linen press. And that has not worked out the way we expected okay. it to. So it was going to be where linen was going to be able to dry out of sight but it doesn't mm. function as we expected so now it's a cloakroom right but in hindsight we should have just left the plant room yes yeah, yeah, yeah. bigger and you went with uh, air to water how are you finding that great yeah, yeah no issue at all are you finding yeah. that the electricity bills are quite high we're only well how many electric we've had five electricity bills so it's kind of hard to gauge until we get yeah. the full 12 months but yeah. so far from what i'm seeing from other people that are talking about it and like some instagram we're actually on yeah, the we lower were, side we were renting a house with geothermal heating so we had a good idea. There's still electricity there, so yeah. I mean, it's less than that. We had, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we oh, it is. Yeah, we, we weren't coming from. Space. We weren't coming from a, having a standard non-electric heating tea. Then suddenly, yeah. we, you know. And that is something that nobody tells you when you go to get your house insurance. Air to water is classed as electric heating. Right. It's and not, and does that affect the price of the insurance? No, but it's when you're filling out the form, like what heating do we have? Oh, okay. They don't. Yeah. They, they don't have air to water. They have ground source, but they don't have air source heating. And when you ring up and ask, they tell you it's because of the class that is electric. And um, was there ever any consideration there because you're quite close to the sea mm -hmm. with the air to water, would that have been a problem with the salt in the air? No, we spoke to the plumber about that, but he, he actually installs these everywhere. Quite installs, locally, yeah, so yeah. It's, I think it's okay. Yeah. I so haven't heard of Time will tell. <laughs> no, because I, I just, we did some houses that are coastal and they had to go yeah, to ground source okay. because of that. It's yeah. not quite exposed coastal I suppose so it's you know we're in inland a little bit we're just on the banks of the of the river so I suppose it looks it looks more coastal than it actually is yeah um but the Atlantic Ocean is about 25 minutes drive away I suppose yeah I want to ask you both what's your favorite thing in the home what's your what's the one thing you love changes I don't know um, it does change yeah I think every so often we both look at each other and say we can't believe we're in it I mean working from home here since last June has been yeah it's been, it's just been nice, but I mean, I suppose all, all summer, th that room there when the sun comes in is lovely, like, so I mean, I'm always doing exercising in one shape or another, like, so I mean, the sun really comes in lovely to that room, it was, yeah. I was, you know, early in the morning, there's nobody else up. <laughs> That's spot. Not supposed yeah. to say that, I was like. I love that. I love that. <laughs> if I get up early enough, nobody else is up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. even in the winter, actually, the, I think it's this space really, isn't it? Probably. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's the way it was designed, this space is the communal space, it's where everyone gathers. So we decided we didn't want separate living space to the kitchen dining area because everyone sits around the kitchen table. Yeah. So we figured if we had it here, you can just be spread out. Yeah. yeah so yeah. this is definitely I think, probably the, I mean, it's kind of cliche that yeah, the kitchen is the favorite space, but yeah. it is. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's the heart of the home. Yeah. Really well, this, this whole sort of room space is definitely our, our favorite, I think, out of the whole lot. I noticed that throughout the house, there is these mad, or not mad, sorry, excuse me, these lovely pieces of art everywhere. Yeah. Are you big into your art? In, Getting bigger, you, I think. Have yeah. you been collecting things over a period of time? 
Yeah, we have. Um, there, we're lucky enough to have a local artist as well, though. Who, so when when I was trying to figure out how to bring things into the house, I was like, here, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to buy. I went up to her house. I was like, I'll have that one, and I'll have that one, and I'll have that one. I should throw in those two as well, and then walked out fairly lively. Um, <laughs> we we have had pieces, like we've been given some lovely art pieces for our wedding and that, and, 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 and through various things. Um, when we've been lucky enough that family members have gifted us some money or whatever, we try and buy something that is we can point at it and say, well, Noreen gave us that. Yeah. So that's actually what we did. With, yeah. like, uh, we were lucky that we have family who are so generous. Um, but we got pieces that would show that we can say that person gave us this and it's part yeah. of the home, do you know? So. Yeah. And we've always sort of looked for eclectic things anyway so we like mixing yeah it's a nice, like it's a nice it's mixture though made. and yeah. it's the same with your furniture that you've got a, a nice mix of old and new yeah. it's the same with your park yeah. which is lovely the hill is actually a gravel hill it was left here by a glacier so we were the first people to ever dig into it so it was crazy single and guilt-ridden moment for me as well like oh my god we're doing this um but we have access to gravel because it's a quarry wow a small quarry hill so we've, we're very lucky that we have that and we have loads of topsoil and was there ever any concerns about this site in terms of that? No. 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 No, it's, it's bone dry. So it's, it's yeah, actually, yeah. If, if you're going to pick somewhere, it's ideal. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's really interesting to see you guys at the other end. You know, sometimes people are in the middle of a build. And actually, I'm sure you have the same thing where it just seems like it's just going on. It's <laughs> and it's never going to really finish. So it's great to see you both giggling and smiling and yeah. enjoying the space. You know, so I yeah. think that's really inspiring to, to other people, I suppose. Um, what is the, 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 I suppose, you know, the thing, a part of the build that you would just never change? And I, I'm, I'm not asking what your favourite surprise, I'm asking something more practical, if the that makes sense. Builder for me would never change my plan. No, no, I, I suppose, if I was to build another 10 houses, I'd go with the same builder. Yeah. yeah. Why, why? He was just... Trustworthy. S trustworthy and sound. confident yeah. and you could just work with him. Yeah. yeah. Easy um, to work with. Probably the easiest person to work with. Oh yeah, there's no, there's no question he made, he made it, I mean, for all the problems we had along the way in one way or the other, he, he, he made it easier because he yeah. was just good at it. It was enjoyable to work with him, like, it really was. I missed him for a few weeks after we moved in because <laughs> we were so used to seeing him every day that it was kind of weird that he wasn't coming to the door. It was strange, like. That's mad. And, and did, did you have a thing at the end where, like, like at what point is the builder finished? What's, what's the last job on the list? He spread the top side, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah, yeah that was yeah. it. I mean, we didn't, I mean, even Snaglist, he was chasing us for a Snaglist. We had one yeah. item on it, a few doors needed to have a bit of planning done. That was it. Right. That was the Snaglist. There was nothing else. Well, that's, uh, I think that's a reflection, a re yeah. re re reflection of him. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. There was a few things in the snag list, but he had, he had more or less snagged himself before we... Yeah. He knew, yeah. 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 Like he had gone, anytime anything was put in windows, he had gone around to all the windows and he actually had a timer on his phone that he gave X number of minutes to every single window. That's right. What does that mean? So he set a timer of three minutes on his phone and he would look at one window for three minutes. Because if, if you go to do a walk around and check the windows... You miss things. The chance is you'll actually just take a quick look and move on. Whereas he spent Whereas three he, minutes... He set a timer so as he knew he was actually taking the time to look at them from. Is that a fact? Yes, yeah. he showed us. Yeah. And then he had us go around and look at them too. Like he spotted things that we hadn't spotted. Various elements, things. Well, like. I give him a big list of. Yeah, but I mean, he had, he had spotted some of them too. Like, but you know, other things, you know, he had spotted things that weren't done to his liking and he had them changed. Wow. 
That is very impressive. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And and I suppose that nearly encouraged you then to get get your up your game in terms of finding oh, yeah. the snags and whatever like it. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Yeah. It's, it's a gr- it's a great um, thing to be at the end of a build and to be so happy with your builder. Yeah. Well, the builder was chasing us for a snag list, which is great. We didn't have to go yeah. chasing him mm. for anything. Like, and yeah. even now, even in t- two years' time, I suspect if there was something, he'd have no issue helping us with it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to take you back. So you moved in in June. Mm-hmm. Boys off school? Not quite. One of them was off school, one of them wasn't. Yeah, okay. Jack was, the older fellow was finished. Um, and he, so, like, you said, right, we're going to sleep there tomorrow night. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you moved in and you had, what did you have for dinner? Did you have pizza or something to celebrate? I, did we even eat that day? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> we probably had pizza, probably. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. I, I broke down on moving in day. I fell apart. Uh, emotionally? Physically, emotionally, oh, I fell wow. apart. I actually rang my mom, my mom and my aunt. My aunt was home at the time from Dublin, and I rang mom. Was like, "Help, I can't do this." And she so and she, she she said, "You stay down at the house, and unpack the boxes we pack, above at the house, above the rental." So herself and my aunt went up to the rental, and they. I mean, we had a lot of it done anyway, Most. but the the kitchen was sort of the last thing because you're still using it. Um, so she and my aunt packed the kitchen and the utility and the wardrobes and moved everything down. Now we were lucky we had the wardrobes down here to move everything into, so we weren't living out of bags. But yeah, the mum just basically took over. And okay, so I was an emotional mess. Of course, of course. It's it's a huge probably one of the biggest moments in somebody's life. Yes, and I'm also just an emotional mess generally, so it's fine. (laughs) I was just triggered. There was one thing that triggered me and that was it, I was done. I was like, I'm broken, I can't do this. I just wanted to go into a corner and cry for the whole day. And what was it like in the morning then when you both woke up? Was there a moment where you looked at each other and go like, is this really real? Was it a... It was lovely and calm, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it took, we moved in on a Friday and then there were still a few small bits we had to get down no, no, from the rental. When we went to bed that night, like, I mean... It was like, right, we've done it. it was, I don't know, yeah, it just it felt calm, calm yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that was a... That was, a was it a Friday, yeah? Yeah, it was a Friday, yeah. I don't know what time I was up in that morning starting to shift stuff on up and down the van and it, Probably was 11 o'clock before I stopped. Yeah, we were dressing our bed at half ten. And my mum was adamant she was putting on new bed clothes. And my dad was hanging the blinds in the boys' rooms. So, yeah. It was, it was, it was a lovely, calm next day. And I suppose it was the Monday, probably, when we were both back to work that it hit us. Um, because we were still up and down to the rental just a few times, just to get the last few bits that had to be moved down. And so, so was it that moment or that conversation between you that are like, we're still having that conversation. Oh, that didn't, I, I don't know. Yeah. There was no major high, I have to say. It was the, just um, a nice feeling of, right, that's it now. We've moved on to the next phase. I think what you're, what you're talking about, Kate, well, hit me like two, three months, four mm-hmm. months after, where maybe, maybe I'd have been up in the morning and the sun was shining and doing a few stretches. The Olympics was on during the summer and it can just, you know. We're here. It's nice. You know. This is your space now. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I had this feeling from the minute we moved in that we've always been here. It was a weird, like even the boys had said it. it, it, it feels like we've always been here. Why do you think that was? I think it's because we were up and down here so much and we did suppose, spend so yeah. much time here at the yeah. very end, getting things ready mm. and it felt right. I mean, this is what we've been working towards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is this year forever home? <laughs> well, my parents live at one side of us and my brother lives at the other, so it's never going to not be the forever home. <laughs> and so far as you can plan ahead, yeah. I mean, yeah. who knows? You're not going to go to Donegal anytime soon. Unlikely Donegal. Yeah. Never say never. More, more likely to end up with all the state of the world than Donegal. Yeah. I mean, it, it was built as the forever home. We're not planning on selling or moving, but who knows. Yeah. 
Guys, that's nearly been an hour, would you believe? Which is, which is <laughs> you amazing. You were meeting yeah. in five minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I just want to say... We'll talk about engines now. Uh, genuinely, I want to say thank you very much. No I, I really appreciate your time. And it's, you know, homes are really private places. And to allow me to come in and to poke and prod and to ask all these annoying questions, I genuinely really appreciate it. If it's okay, if people want to find you on Instagram, where, where's the best place to look you up? Chocolate Ch- Ch- the, the account that I missed. Okay, I'll post it down yeah. below because I won't be able to pronounce that. Yeah, but, um, it's Hutchinson House in Irish. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Guys, thank you so much. No hassle, thank you. Really thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.